Once again, God has blessed each and every one of us yeah. to see a, another beautiful and glorious day. Yeah. I'm going to deviate a little bit, and I guess I have to give you the time back. I, I want Brother Sidney to come up here. Yeah. Uh, uh, he just gave us a little appetizer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 I want him to sing, if you will, all my tribe. Yeah. yeah. If he doesn't mind, if, if if the colonel tells me no, then I gotta just just keep on. But but if he will come up and uh, sing all my trials, and I just want to hear him sing that. Yeah, right. And I don't know why he's looking at his his, his board as if he doesn't know it. <laughs> if you would do us that, if you don't mind, please, sir. I don't know it from me. <laughs> oh, my child, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, my, oh, Thank you. 
Amen. 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 I can see why it was said that I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. After an arduous or a long week of difficulties, sometimes it's good to remember that God is still good. Sometimes we look at and our undue emphasis on all the things that are going wrong many times eclipses what God is doing right. We get caught up in our day-by-day activity. But sometimes we just have to just slow down. Yeah. And say that God yeah. Yeah. is a good God. Amen. And He's worthy yes. to be praised. Yes, Somebody may have gone through some difficulty. Yeah. Somebody may be experiencing some pain. Yeah. Yeah. But on this morning, yeah. they need to know that God yeah. is still good. Yeah. And He's worthy. To be praised. You're going, you're, you're, you're going to help me out this morning. Right. Our lesson is taken from 2 Samuel. We're going to look at this historical narrative. And uh, I got critiqued by my son. He said, Dad, uh, sometimes your introduction is a little long. I don't know where you're going. So I'm going to get right into it. So if you have your Bibles, turn to 2 Samuel at a most historical narrative. Right. This morning. And I'm going to need who, uh, hopefully this will work for me. 2 Samuel chapter 9. And we're going to start at verse 1. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says, Then David said, Is there yet anyone left in the house of Saul that I may show him kindness? Watch the text. For Jonathan's sake. Right. Now there was a servant of the house of Saul whose name was Ziba. And they called him to David and the king said unto him, Are you Ziba? And he said, I am your servant. Mm -hmm. The king said, Is there not yet anyone of the house of Saul to whom I may show, watch the text, the kindness of God? Mm -hmm. And Ziba said to the king, There is still a son of Jonathan who is crippled in both feet. So the king said to him, Where is he? And Ziba said to the king, Behold, he is in the house of Machai, the son of Amiel in Lodabar. Then King David sent and brought him from the house of Machai, the son of Amiel from Lodabar, Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David and fell on his face and prostrated himself. And David said, Mephibosheth. And he said, here is your servant. David said unto him, do not fear, for I will surely show you kindness to you for the sake, watch the text, of your father Jonathan. And will restore to you all the land of your grandfather Saul. 
and you shall eat at my table regularly. Again, he prostrated himself and said, what is your servant that you should regard a dead dog like me? Then the king called Saul's servant Ziba and said to him, all that belonged to Saul and to all his house I have given to your master's grandson. You and your sons and your servants shall cultivate the land for him. And you shall bring in the produce so that your master's grandson may have food. Nevertheless, Mephibosheth, your master's grandson, shall eat at my table regularly. Now Ziba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Then Ziba said to the king, according to all that my, my lord the king commands his servant, so your servant will do. So Mephibosheth ate at David's table as one of the king's son. Briefly from these scriptures, I want to bring out a few points. The first point is that many of the struggles and the disappointments and the pains that we have today are directly linked to a past traumatic experience that we didn't get over. Let me say that again. Many of the struggles that we have today are directly linked to a past traumatic experience that we haven't gotten over of. Sometimes people try to live in their today, but they can't navigate and live in their today because they're living in their then. And they can't move forward because what happened in their past and their past failures and past traumatic experiences in their life causes them not to move forward. Some people can't go on and live right now because they are living in the today, in the past, in right, yesterday. Right, right, right. But I want to show you something. I want to show us that although God wants to bless us and he wants to set a table before us, a lot of us, we find it hard to receive his blessing. Right. Because we, are, we have, have just thought of ourselves as not worthy right. Come on. to receive his blessing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and because how we have defined ourselves, uh-huh. and a lot of us have, have defined ourselves, and we, we misdefined ourselves, and we think that because of our failures in the past, yeah. Yeah. that it will dictate how God will take us and how far God will take us. Yeah. Some of us believe that because we've messed up so much in the past and that we've done some things that y'all don't know about, that that will hinder where God will take me. But I suggest to you that your destiny is not determined by the things you did in your past. But your destiny is determined by a God who can take you past your yesterday. 
I also want to point out to us that just because you are a child of God, just, just because you are in the Lord's church, doesn't mean that there are some things that you no longer deal with. Right now. Wish I had one or two folks. There are some things that you still deal with, although you are saved. Just need somebody to be honest that say, I'm, I'm saved, but I still struggle. I'm saved, but I still have pain. I'm saved, but I still have disappointment. Don't think that when you went down in the water, that the water erased your pain. The water erased your sins. And sometimes we still are grappling with the pain from yesterday. And you see me come in church. And you think that just because I'm baptized, I got it all together. Come on now. But I'm still dealing with my being. Even though I'm living in my now. And one of the biggest problems we have is that a lot of the expectations we have on God. A lot of us think that if God just takes everything away, that will make my life just much better. Everything will be all right. But God will not take everything away. Say that. There's some things that you're going to have to live with. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. There's some things that he will not take away. You know, God does some of his best work when we're crippled. I'm crippled, but I'm still blessed. I'm hurting, but I'm still blessed. I got some difficulties, but I'm still blessed. Sometimes God will let you Hold on to that, what you have, so that you can depend on his grace. Yeah. 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 So God doesn't take everything away. Yeah. And the last thing I, I want to point out to you, and I want to make these scriptures, I want to parallel them with salvation. Yeah. You aren't saved because you're worthy. You aren't saved because you're so special. You are saved because of your FICA score. You're saved because of who you know. Because we are all unworthy. But it's who we know. It's Jesus. And that's the reason we're saved. So as we look at these scriptures, I want to give you a little background history on these scriptures. When you Look at 1st and 2nd Samuel. At one time, 1st and 2nd Samuel, they were one book in the original Hebrew Bible. Right. It was, they were not the Bible. And they uh, chronologued the, the, the experience of Israel. And if you read 1st Samuel, Samuel is taken after Israel's last judge named Samuel. And so the, the, the children of Israel they got tired of judges. And so they, they, they beckoned God. They asked God. They said, we don't want any more judges. We want a king. So God acquiesced and he, listened, and he allowed them to have a king. And they chose Saul. And Saul was anointed king. And Saul was a malignant king. He didn't obey God. He didn't follow God. So what God did, God took his spirit away 
from Saul. Yeah. And Saul began to decline yeah. because he would not obey God and follow God. But God had a prophet yeah. by the name of David. Yeah. And David was a powerful young man. And he was a shepherd. Yeah. And David was out in the fields, and, and, and David was not even considered. He was overlooked by his father yeah. and his brothers. Yeah. And when Samuel came to look for a king, they didn't invite David to the table. Yeah. They put seven other brothers in front of David. Yeah. But while I'm on my way to my sermon, don't worry about who discounts you. When God includes you, it doesn't matter who excludes you. When God has your name on a blessing, the only person who can stop that blessing is you. There's not an enemy in hate that can stop a blessing when God has your name on it and when God chooses to bless you and elevate you. The only person who can stop that is you. So David is chosen as king, but but, um, Saul became very jealous of David. And he sought to kill David. But Saul waged a war. His final war was against the Philistines. And in that war, Saul and his son, Jonathan, died. Now, Jonathan was David's best friend. Stay with me here. Jonathan and David had a close relationship. They had a covenant relationship. The Bible says that they were knit at the heart and the soul. They had a close relationship. It was even Jonathan who at some times when Saul tried to kill David, he would warn David and tell David that my father is trying to kill you. So so David and and Jonathan had a close relationship. Uh And the Bible said it was like no other. But in this war, Saul and Jonathan died. Uh-huh. And David is sorrowful. He's even sorrowful for Saul because he says, the mighty have fallen. So now David becomes king. He's anointed king. And, 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 and he's, he's now a sovereign king over Israel. Yeah. So what he does, he goes and he destroys those Philistines, the one who killed Saul and Jonathan. Uh-huh. Then he brings the ark back to Jerusalem. Yeah. And now he's sitting on the throne. And he's a sovereign king. And he's ruling over Israel. And now he says, who is left of the house of Saul that I may show him kindness? Watch the text. For Jonathan's sake. Whoever of the house of Saul that will receive blessings it won't be called, won't be because of them. Right now. Saul was an enemy of David. Yeah. Yeah. He tried to kill David. But David says, Who is left All right. of the house of Saul that I may bless them for Jonathan's sake? Yeah. Yeah. So the blessings, I'm going somewhere with this. Yes, the blessings 
aren't predicated on whether or not he's worthy. The blessings from David are predicated on his relationship with Jonathan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. He doesn't even have to deserve it. Sounds a little familiar. He may not be worthy, but I'm still going to bless him because of his relation to Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. So, who is left that I may bless for Jonathan's sake? Yeah. And so they told him, they said, there's a, there's a, a, a young man. Uh-huh. And it happens to be that he's the grandson of Saul. Right. Jonathan has a son. Uh-huh. But he's lame. Uh-huh. He has broken feet. Yeah. So David says, go get it. For Jonathan's sake. Yeah. Now, when they go get Mephibosheth, Mephibosheth will not be able to walk to the king's palace. Someone is going to have to carry him to the king's palace. Because there are some situations that's you got yourself into. That someone had to come and carry you out of that situation. There's some things in life that when I was lame, when I was crippled, and I'm glad I serve a God that who has blessings waiting for me, but I couldn't get to them on myself, so he sent somebody and carried me. Yeah. To those blessings. Yeah. It's the same way with salvation. Yes, it is. Isn't it ironic that if God had left salvation up to us, uh, we would have never found it. So he had to send his son yeah. Yeah. to come get us. Yeah. Yeah. To carry us to uh-huh. salvation. Uh-huh. So there have been some, I wish I had a, some, some witnesses yes. that, 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 that relate to that you've been in some stuff. Come on. Yeah. And if it had not been for God who came and got you out of some stuff that you couldn't get yourself out of. And he came and he carried you. I'm glad we serve a God that will carry you when I'm lame, when I'm crippled, when I have broken feet. He will come carry you to your blessings. And so he says, go get him. Uh-huh. And they said he's lame. Mm. He has broken feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the important part of this text is, why is he lame? All right. yeah. How did he get these broken feet? All right. How did he become crippled? Yeah. Uh-huh. Turn in your Bible to 2 Samuel 4. In verse 4. I didn't even give him a title. Somebody dropped me. Somebody dropped me. Turn to 2 Samuel 4. In verse 4. The Bible says. Now now, it's it's not the fact that he was crippled. Uh 
But the important part is, how did he become crippled? All right. Second Samuel 4 and 4 says, Now Jonathan, there it is, Saul's son had a son crippled in his feet. He was five years old. When the report of Saul and Jonathan came from Jezreel, that means that, that when I told you that Saul and Jonathan had been killed, so the news got back to them. So it says when the report of Saul and Jonathan that they had been killed came from Jezreel and his nurse took him up and fled. And it happened that in her hurry to flee, he fell and became lame. And his name was Mephibosheth. The only reason He's lame. It's because somebody he trusted dropped him. All right. All right now. The nurse was supposed to hold him. Yeah. Yeah. The nurse was supposed to be his safeguard. Right. But in her rush to flee the city, she accidentally dropped him. Yeah. And now he's crippled yeah. for life. Huh. I wish I had somebody Come on. in here today Come on now. that would be honest enough to say some of the things I'm dealing with today yeah. it's because somebody dropped me in my path. Somebody I trusted. Somebody I love. They dropped me and now I'm finding it hard to deal with the pain of being dropped by somebody I love and I trust. Amen. He's lame. Yeah. And he's crippled. Yeah. Only because somebody was supposed to hold him. Yeah. Now, a lot of times you, we come to church. And y'all know I'm using church loosely. Don't, don't get it twisted. We can deal with it, but we ain't got time. We're better than that. Yeah. We come to church, and you see me. And you think I'm dealing with my now. Uh -huh. But I'm still dealing with my then. When I come into the church, you think that everything is all right. You think that I got it all together. And a lot of us, we come to church and we look good. And we walk in this church and we, and we think we're walking like this. But we're really... Let me hold your cane. Y'all know I like props. <laughs> Yo, you, some of you pimp daddies think you walking Come on. like this. But all of us come to God. Because we all have something that's crippling us. We all have something that causes us to be lame. We all have something that we're dealing with. And a lot of times, the church... It's not the best place to give a testimony. Amen. Amen. Say that. Because we want to act like everything is perfect. Right. We want to act like we don't have any problems. And, and because we don't want to admit to others and let others know that I'm dealing with some pain. But if you would let others know, you can minister to somebody that's going through the same thing. But we come here 
and we act like everything is all right. Come on. Can, can I tell you something you're not going to like? I'm going to say it anyhow. There are some things you cannot fix. Amen. There's some problems and there's some difficulties you cannot fix. There's some problems that you got to depend on God's grace and His mercy to work with you and to give you strength to deal with those problems. See, see, we we, we pray to God and we ask the Lord. We say, Lord, please take take the thorn out of my flesh. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away. Yeah. Yeah. But God says no. Right. My grace. Yeah. Yeah. Is sufficient. Yes, sir. So there's some things that He won't take away. Right. And so a lot of times I come in here and I'm crippled mm-hmm. and I'm lame. Uh-huh. And you know sometimes when, when I come to the to the, I'm gonna say church house, y'all still y'all still y'all still when I come to the church house. Yeah. I don't need you to try to fix my problem. Amen. 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 The worst thing that the church can be is that it can be the Lord's church, but not be, not be merciful. Amen. Amen. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. Yes, sir. Sometimes I don't need you to try to fix my problem. Yes. Amen. I'm depending on God. He didn't tell me to come. To that's right. Say that now. So I need the church yeah. to be merciful yeah. and patient with my problem. Yeah. And you know what? I'm so sick and tired of people in the church acting like they ain't got no issues. Come on now. Acting like they ain't got no problems. Acting like they ain't got no difficulty. I'm tired of those who are holier than that. Why is it always me? Yeah. Who has this? Yeah. Why is it always me who going through pain and problem? Yeah. You got issues too. Yeah. 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 Amen. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. So I need for you to be merciful yeah. with my issues, just like I will be merciful. That's right. That's it. I don't need you to try to fix my problem. Man. I need you to be merciful. Man. Sometimes. Yes, sir. So, when we look at this story, I gotta hurry up because I promise you I was gonna give you some time back. So he he his name is Mephibosheth, and in verse six, look at verse six. David says, Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David and fell on his face and prostrated himself. And David said, Mephibosheth, and he said. Here is your servant. Mm, David said to him, do not fear. Now why would Mephibosheth be afraid? David is not a king. Mephibosheth is from the lineage of Saul. When they had kings, most of the time the, the, the king that just came in would get rid of any relative. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you look at it, at one time, Mephibosheth would have access. He should be the next heir to because he's Saul's grandson. Right. Right. But David says, do not fear. Man. Watch the text. For I will sh- surely show you 
kindness to you for the sake of your father, Jonathan. All right, all right. Now let me show us, show us something. Boy, this gets deep. When we go back to verse 3, it says, The king said, Is there anyone yet of the house of Saul to whom I may show the kindness of God? Yeah. Y'all come a little closer. There's a difference between our kindness and the kindness of God. That word kindness comes from a Hebrew Hebrew word, hesed. It means loving kindness. Let me get on this side, because that's how I didn't read it. Hesed says, I'm going to show you kindness no matter how you treat me. Right now, Hesed says, I will be kind to you regardless of your behavior. Hesed says, no matter how you act, I'm still going to be kind to you. It's really how we're supposed to treat one another. Amen. Yes, but a lot of us can't live that way. Uh-huh. We like the doctrine of retribution. <laughs> if you cut me, I'm going to cut you. Come on, Come on. If you don't speak to me, I ain't going to speak to you. Even in the church, if you don't shake my hand today, I ain't going to shake your hand tomorrow. Come on, Come on now. And I wish that we would learn that no matter how you treat me, I'm still going to be kind. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you may not even be worthy. Right now. Right now. Ooh. <laughs> you may not even deserve my kindness. Right. But the kindness from God. Come on. I'm going to treat you kind regardless of how you behave towards me. Amen. Amen. Well, that's on a whole nother level. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because we, if I treat you bad, I'm going to treat you bad back. Come on now, let's be honest. But God said that is not the kind of kindness. That's right. That, and that, thank God. Yeah. It says that David was after God's own heart. So brothers and sisters, if you learn, don't learn anything else today, learn the kindness of God. Amen. All right. Verse 9. Let's go back to verse, let's go back to verse 8. Again, he said, do not fear, for I will surely show you the kindness to you for the sake of your father, Jonathan, and will restore to you the land of your grandfather, Saul, and you shall eat at my table regularly. Again, he prostrated himself and said, what is your servant that you should regard a dead dog like me? David is trying to bless him. 
Yeah, yeah. But Mephibosheth is looking at his present condition. Come on. And he, he's hindering and he's blocking the blessings because he says, why would you regard a dead dog like me? My family's dead. I'm crippled. Why would you regard a dead dog like me? Come on. I've been a dope addict. My father left me at a young age. He abandoned us. Why would you regard a dead dog like me? I've sold my body. To make ends meet. Mm -hmm. I've left my children at the house. Why would you let go? <coughs> a dead dog like me. Right. My mother abandoned us when we were small. We live from house to house. Why would you let go? A dead dog like me. I've sinned so much. There's some things I've done. Why would you regard a dead dog like me? Stop looking at your present condition. God doesn't bless you where you're at. Stop having self-pity. When God blesses you, you don't have to give excuses for God blessing you. Amen. Amen. I know I may act like a dog, but I'm glad that God doesn't treat me like a dog. Why would you regard a dead dog like me? Yeah. I lost my children. Defects came and got them. Why would you regard a dead dog like me? I've sinned so much. I don't even want the church to know what I've done. Why would you regard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A dead, I got some scars that I did. Yeah. I got some things that I did back there that y'all don't need to know. Why would you regard? A dead dog like me. Right. And some of us are, are crippled by so many things. Yeah. Yeah. We're crippled by sin. Yeah. We're crippled by by, by past experiences. Yeah. And, and and the thing, you know, some people can't relate to other people because of a bad, bad and past traumatic experience. Uh -huh. Some of us in the church became the worst people in the world. Yeah. <laughs> And you think that just because I'm, I'm, I'm baptized, I'm all right. I got uh, it together. Uh. My father left us. He abandoned us. My mother left us. So right now, I can't be married because, because I'm thinking about what happened in my family. Why would you bless a dead dog? Like me. Excellent. Excellent. So, he says, What is your servant 
that you should regard a dead dog like me. Some of us, we, we, we're so down on ourselves. Yeah. Some of us, we think that our past will hinder that we, that God, God surely can't help this dog. No. Mephibosheth says, why would you bless a dead dog like me? And so, as I hasten to my conclusion, it says, then King Saul's servant, the king called Saul's servant Ziba and said to him, all that belonged to Saul and to all this house I have given to your master's grandson. You and your sons and your servants shall cultivate the land for him. He ain't got to work no more. That's right. And he's going to eat at my table regularly. Y'all know I like props. I'm coming to a close, believe it or not. I know y'all recording this, so I'm going to keep it close. So David, thank God that David was a righteous and a merciful king. So David invites him. See, I would put this on early, but some of y'all, y'all know y'all still have that old mentality. Some of y'all want to stop the service when y'all see something different. Yeah. <laughs> I need a check, too. I, I need a check. So, 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 so David invites Mephibosheth to come eat at his table. To come eat at his table. I'm just going to kid you like that. He invites him to come eat at his table. Now keep in mind, only dignitaries, only people that belong eat at the king's table. The only people at the king's table are his sons and daughters. But he invites somebody that really doesn't belong to come thank God for a merciful king. So David invites somebody that doesn't belong at the table. And I can see him. And all David's children, some of of y'all, you church folk, they're looking at him and they know he don't belong. Come on. Come on now. Come on now. What you do? But I was invited. The only reason I'm here is because I was invited. Yeah, yeah. The king. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he comes up here, and all the, the other princes and stuff, they're looking at him. And they know what is crippleness and, and what's going on with him. Yeah. But I stopped by the team. Don't worry about when people talk about Amen. Don't worry about when people talk about you and that they know your difficulties and your struggle. You were invited by the king. He invited me with all my crippleness. I was abused at a young age. Now I, I'm having problems with, with, with knowing who I am and my sexuality. Can, can I, y'all know, 
All sin is against God. But in the COC, we got to get out. There's some sin that, that, that started at a young. They didn't come overnight. Right now. So that's why I said, I need you to be merciful because God is going to be merciful. Yeah. Because just like that sin and, my, and what I do now, it took a while for me to. Amen. Right now. Right. It may take a while, yeah. but y'all looking at me. Yeah. Oh. Strange, because you want me to come in here like you want me to come. But God said, come as you are. Yes, sir. Yeah. Y'all don't want me to come in with my baggage. Y'all, right. y'all don't look at me strange. Church folk don't want me around because of what I've done. They're ashamed of me. But my God said, come as you are. Yeah. All I want to do is sit at the king's table. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they're looking at him, but he ain't worried about that. Because the king invite. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's so, all that matters. So when I sit at the king's table, if this table was covered, when I sit down, from way stuff, you can't tell what's wrong with So I look like I belong. Because when I sit down, the only thing you see in is from way stuff. You don't know that I have broken feet. So I'm glad yeah. that I serve a God yeah. who doesn't look on Like some of y'all look under the table. Because when I sit here, you don't know. But some of y'all look under the table. I'm glad I serve a God that will bless me and doesn't look what's under the table. Because you're looking at what got me crippled. All right. Oh, my God. You're looking at what you're looking under the table to see what got me crippled. All right. You're sitting at the table. My God. That's what my God would do. You keep bothering me and bringing up all my habits. My God may pull the sheep off your table. You looking at what I got on the table? Aren't you glad? Yes. You serve a God. That doesn't look under the table. We serve a God. That is always there for Yeah, yeah.
He invited Mephibosheth. He said, I'm going to show him kindness for Jonathan's sake. Yeah. Yeah. My God invited me to the table. Yeah. Because who I know. Amen. My God invited me for Jesus's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you looking at me. Come on. You looking at me that I'm struggling. Yeah. But he invited me. Yeah. Amen. Amen. To the table. Yeah. I was abused. I was raped. Yeah. By my relatives. Right. And now I'm, I'm dealing with some stuff in my past. Yeah. And it's hard for me to get over the things that I've gone through. I still got some issues, and there are some recurring issues. Yeah. 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 That God, that, that you can't fix. Let God work on me. You don't need to work on me. Let God work on me. That's right. Because you got some issues too. Yes, you got some stuff that need fixing too. Amen. That's right, y'all. Yes, sir. So, why would you bless a dead dog hmm. like me? You know, there's so many things we can talk about. There's so many, there's so many things that, that we go through that people don't know that people are going through themselves. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But no matter what you've done, God is inviting you. And I'm only coming to the table. You, you know, the sad king table, everybody can't sit at the king table. Now. That's just like if we were invited to the White House. Yeah. We may be up there in the <laughs> nosebleed seats if they got them. You know, everybody that's close to the, <laughs> the closer you are to the king, yeah. or the closer you are to the president, yeah. that's the how important you are. Yeah. Yeah. So the king invites me to sit at his table. Yeah. Yeah. I need my, I need my little bit. Casey, come here. As I close this thing. So I come. And he, in, he invited me to the table. Uh -huh. Sit right there. And he asked me to come as I am. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I'm still still dealing with something that happened to me, how are you? When I was seven. Uh -huh. But you see this 53-year-old man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come on. You look at me and you think you're talking to a 53-year-old man, but I'm still, still dealing with something that happened. Yeah. 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 So sometimes I come in like this, but I'm really like this. Sometimes I'm like this, but I'm like this. Sometimes when my wife is talking to me, she sees this, but I'm really dealing with something. God, to so bring it all. Yeah. But I need you to have a little mercy yeah. right now with what right. I'm going through. Yeah. Right. Thank you. So don't be so quick to, to deal with me and, and, and to label me. That's right. That's right. I need you to have a little mercy yeah. with my crippleness. 
Yeah. In my lane, because we all got our lane. Yes, we all got some crippling going yes, on. Y'all know as I close, as, as I close this down, brother, can I just deviate a little bit? Oh. This, y'all know, y'all know I have to be real. Y'all know every time I get up here, I'm real. Y'all know that. Yes. This young man goes through something. Yeah. I got some struggles. Yeah. I got some struggles. I got more struggles once I start preaching and teaching than I had when I was up there. Amen. 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 I just got to be real. Y'all don't preach, man. I got some family that's here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I need my parents to stand up. Yeah. I just want them to stand up. Yeah. Yeah. And I got them stand up first because I I've known them longer than I know my wife. <laughs> 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 I've known them all my life. <laughs> In my lifetime, I've dropped you. Yeah. I've done some things where I've dropped you. Yeah. But I got to be real with you. Yeah. My wife is saying, I've done some things. Yes. But I just need some honest folk to get a picture. But I've dropped her. Yeah. I need my kids, my children to stand up. I've done some things. Oh, I have mercy. No. Where I dropped me. Somebody dropped me. It wasn't somebody. It was me. Yeah. All right now. So as we get ready to receive the invitation, if you've ever been dropped, stand up. Mm -hmm. uh, if you've dropped somebody, stand up. <laughs> if you can't stand, you're raising hand. <laughs> Somebody dropped me. Yeah, yeah. I've been dropped before and I've dropped some folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But regardless of our crippleness, we serve a God. Yes, sir. That says my baby is worth it. Amen. Come sit at my table. Bring all your crippleness. Bring whatever you're going through. Come sit. Yes, sir. And I want to look at it. Right. I want to look under the table. Right now. Right now. So, so what's what song you singing? Thank you, Lord. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Thank you that I serve God that with all my land, with all the stuff that I'm doing, uh -huh. He still is inviting me. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't worried about what you did. Right. Right. I ain't worried about all the stuff you did back there. You are invited mm -hmm. at my table. Yes, right now. Yes, sir. If you know Jesus. Yeah. 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 I'm not doing it because you're worthy. I'm doing it because of Jesus. Amen. So God is inviting. Yeah. And if, if you not if, if if you are not a member of the Lord's church, you don't know Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh, I, can't, I can't make it no plainer than that. That's right. That's right. You're being fooled. Right. 
You have to be in his church. Yeah. 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 If anybody got in front of me, I, I ain't going nowhere fast. <laughs> I got all these Bible scholars in here. Yes, oh, we get to the bottom of it. Yes, but you have to know Jesus. That's right. Amen. That's right. If you're not in his church, you're not even invited to the table. Amen. Thank you. 
Thank you, thank you, Lord.